0: We are in Mosiah one and two today, and I have felt this great desire to podcast since my last podcast. Um, when we came, when I came home from the hospital on Saturday night, um, just filled with so much emotion. I have to say, I have known that my dad was going to pass, and. In an odd way, I kept saying, I'm going to be so shocked if he survives this. And um, I remember at one point saying, what what are we not understanding? We've been told our whole lives this was the last day and, and are we only okay if no one dies? Are we only okay if nothing bad happens and nothing that's hurtful or hard? And I have to say, I have been surrounded in this bubble of peace, and I keep finding myself just kind of going off. Um, Of course, we're quarantined as a family now, and I keep finding myself just kind of going off to a corner to be by myself and just kind of to sit in the peace. It's just palpable. And we're so touched how loving and how kind, and the governor's letter and the news conference. And it's amazing to realize our dad is the first that has been affected. But we also don't feel that's an accident. We also feel um, that it's an opportunity to be an example and bear witness and be a missionary of faith and testimony and a knowledge we have of where our dad has gone. Um, one of the really sweet things that happened in the hospital is at one point my dad was so agitated and i shared this in the last post and my dad kept praying for the missionaries and um that they would be diligent and then my sister recorded him right before we found out they found out that he had the positive um diagnosis of COVID. And so um she videoed him for the rest of us. And my dad wore um a beautiful, incoherent testimony, but we could piece it together very clearly of family and of the gospel and what he said it's been a privilege. It has been an honor and a privilege. And I know he felt this life was an honor and a privilege. And he ended with, in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. And um, I was frankly shocked Sunday morning when I woke up. I kind of um, berated myself for not having my phone right by me. And I jumped up and went downstairs and grabbed my phone. And my dad had not passed. And I was a little bit surprised. And as I did my scripture study, um. That morning I went to the kitchen by myself and was studying my scriptures, and I was in Helaman 10. And there's a scripture in Helaman 10 where he says to Nephi, it's verse 4, Blessed art thou, Nephi, for those things which thou hast done. For I have beheld how thou hast with unweariness declared the word which I have given unto the end to this people. And thou hast not feared them, and hast not sought thine own life, but hast sought my will and to keep my commandments." And then verse five, "And now because thou hast done this with such unwariness, behold, I will bless thee forever, and I will make thee mighty in word, indeed, and in and faith and works, even that all things shall be done unto thee according to thy word, for thou shalt not ask that which is contrary to my will." And I knew that that was not an accident. Um, I've had a very special sacred experience in the temple with those exact verses. And I just found that I had recorded that experience in the margin of my scriptures, and I just found it so interesting that that's exactly where I was. And so I knelt right down and I prayed, and I said, Heavenly Father, if this is thy will, that my dad, this is the end for my dad, please take him now. Please don't let him suffer any longer. Please save the equipment for others. Please spare the hospital people who are risking so much. Please take him and um, at that very time come to find out all of my siblings were praying and my mom praying the same thing and at 10 o'clock we got the note from my brother that my dad had passed and it was such a miracle and such a gift and such a blessing and we were all filled with so much peace and as I watched that video my sister made of my dad I thought of Lehi and I thought of the record that we have in the scriptures of righteous men who get to give their last words. And here we are in Mosiah 1 and 2, and it's King Benjamin's last words. And as I so desire for conference to come, for all of us to hear the message that God has for us at this very turbulent time, when there is so much fear and anxiety and uncertainty, um, it's just... I want it tomorrow, and I'm so grateful that it's coming. And so, some of the ahas I had today as I read is: it says in verse nine of Mosiah two, um, "Open your ears that you may hear, and your hearts that you may understand, and your minds that the mysteries of gold, God, sorry, of God, might be unfolded to you." And I thought, man, I really feel that's what's happening. I really feel that's what we are doing, is we are tuning our hearts to hear, to truly hear the prophecies and the words that God has for each of us individually And then I love in verse 11, this so I just could imagine President Nelson saying this, but I am like as yourself, subject to all manner of infirmities in body and mind. And yet I have been chosen by this people and consecrated by my father. And I was suffered by the hand of the Lord that I should be a ruler and a king over this people and have been kept and preserved by his matchless power to serve you with all the might, mind and strength, which the Lord hath granted unto me. And I thought, wow, isn't that true? Isn't that so true? And then in 17, and behold, I tell you these things that you may learn wisdom, that you may learn that when you are in the service of your fellow beings, you are only in the service of your God. Um, one of the most tender things that happened after my dad passed is several of us expressed how um concerned we were I've got a there's 10 of us in my family and I've got a sister who's about 10 years younger than me 12 years younger than me and with little kids and her kids have been terrified with all that's been going on and she said as I came home from the hospital in the middle of the night one of her children came up on the bed and she said I just started to cry thinking can I touch them you know they had us Lysol they had us wash we did everything they said but she said I was just terrified can I touch them and have I now I don't regret going I don't regret that time but am I now infecting my family and um, she said at 4:30, she just in the morning before my dad had passed she just broke down and just sobbed and sobbed and and Early that morning, she woke her husband up and had him give her a blessing. And in the blessing, he said, if and when you get this illness, I promise your family will be protected. The Lord is so pleased with how you have served and loved your father. And that so touched me. And I had my husband give me a blessing. And and without him knowing Travis's, her husband's blessing, he said to me, I promise you, if and when this comes to our family, you will be protected and you will be blessed. And I have to say, I have had such peace getting to be there with my dad and getting to serve him. And and truly, I will cherish those memories forever. And I just, that so touched me that that, that verse is here, that when you are in the service of your fellow beings, you are only in the service of your God, and I have felt that. Verse 19, and behold also, if I whom you call your king, President Nelson, who you call your prophet, who has spent his days in your service and yet has been in the service of God, do you merit any thanks from you? Oh, how you do merit any thanks from you. Oh, how you ought to thank your heavenly king. And man, I think all of us have uttered thank you, thank you, thank you a million times this weekend. 21. Um, I say unto you that if you should serve him who has created you from the beginning and is preserving your life from day to day, lending you breath, that you may live and move and do according to your own will and even supporting you from one moment to another. I say unto you, if you should serve him with all your whole souls, yet you would be unprofitable servants. All he requires of you, verse 22, is to keep his commandments and And he has promised you that if you would keep his commandments, he would prosper you in the land. And he never doth vary from that which he has said. Therefore, if you do keep his commandments, he doth bless and prosper you. 23. And now in the first place, he hath created you and granted you lives for which you are indebted. 24. And secondly, he doth require that you should do as he has commanded, for which, if you do, he doth immediately bless you and hath paid you, and you are still indebted unto him, and will be forever and ever, and 25. And now I ask, can you say aught of yourselves? Um, all of those verses just so touched me, and then jumped to 41. And moreover, I would desire that you should consider on this blessed and happy state of those Who keep the commandments of God, for behold, they are blessed in all things, both temporally and spiritually. And if they hold out faithful to the end, they are received into heaven, and thereby they may dwell with God in a state of never-ending happiness. Oh, remember that these things are true, for the Lord God has spoken it. I bear you my witness, the peace I have felt is palpable. I am so grateful for the prayers that have been said on our behalf. The love, the messages, it's overwhelming. We have felt it. It is incredible. But again, I want to bear my testimony. I know where my father is. I am so honored to have been his daughter. So grateful to have been taught in his home what peace it brings to know where he is. To know what his life led to. I am so grateful. I pray we all will tune our hearts to God if we don't hear him in the earthquakes, if we don't hear him in coronavirus, if we don't hear him in the scriptures. I pray, I pray that our hearts and our ears will be attuned to listen to the message that he wants us to hear. I so look forward to it. I pray we will pray that they will be led, the prophet and his apostles, to say what the Lord has been longing for us to be ready to hear. And I say this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.